Recorded live. Hello, good evening. This is your talk show host, Professor Solange Martinez. Welcome one more time. And uh, I hope that you're going to enjoy this show as I will, because I'm sure I will. I have Hello again, this is your Spanish uh, Javier Topman show host, Professor Solange Martinez. Welcome once more to one of the most controversial shows across the nation, The Truth Unleashed. The Spanish Javier Topman show recorded live every night, Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time at 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. And that is, of course, pending persecution, retaliation, Another criminal act against my person and or against my elderly disabled mother, Luisa Oyarson. These persecution and retaliation acts against us are false arrest, banging at our doors, threatening calls, uh, saying that we have a piece of land reserved for us at the local cemetery and for anybody who associates with us or helps us in any way, shape, or form. We also received calls uh, from the Department of Social Services, APS, Adult Protective Services Agency, which we had to support uh, due to our Christian beliefs and our morals for fraud, elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and other crimes in this, uh, defrauding the United States Government Federal Reserve account with more than um, two or three billion dollars over the last 14 years or so. So um, I remember that my mother uh, asked for her foil, uh, and that was about 10 years ago. And in one single year, um, the Adult Protective Service and the other government agencies uh, which have been defrauding the United States Government Federal Reserve Account with trillions of dollars for the last uh, 18 years or so, um, defrauded the Medicaid with one and a half billion, uh, one and a half billion dollars for only one person, my mother. So you know that a lot of illegals are using uh, her Medicaid, uh, and that's besides uh, using her Section 8 and um, using the hundreds of programs across the nation for which my mother qualifies because her elderly uh, and uh, her elderly status and also her chronic illnesses like uh, cancer, multiple sclerosis, osteoporosis, arthritis, etc. 
So my mother's uh, name and identity have been disseminated across the country and sold to illegals as well as mine. So the external debt is going to continue to increase, increase uh, because these problems have not been fixed. And the taxpayers continue to be the organized crime wallet and personal checking account so they can get the organized crime members uh, can get everything they want just by signing checks uh, and committing fraud, doing false billings, etc. So because of our Christian beliefs and our morals, we had to report this uh, fraudulent agency, Adult Protective Service, which was meant uh, for the citizens to get assistance and services and goods that they needed. But in reality, this agency has been weaponized by corrupted government employees, such as commissioners of DSS and SSA, Department of Social Services, and the Social Security Administration. Because these commissioners um, have supervisees that instead of processing the paperwork of our citizens and legal residents, what they do is they process the paperwork, they steal their government benefits, including their pensions, their social security uh, benefits, and other benefits, and sell it to illegals. Those benefits that they cannot packet because what are they can turn into cash and they can package packet, excuse me, they, they uh, steal right away. The others, uh, they can just sell, like the food stamps, etc. And I know many illegals who have a lot of businesses, uh, restaurants and uh, other businesses, food businesses, with our uh, food stamps, which are taken away many times, 99% of the time from the people who truly need it, uh, need them. So this is why we had to report Adult Protective Services and the DSS uh, commissioners and other people involved in the organized crime in racketeering, RICO violation, and other things. So pending a persecution act against my person and my elderly disabled of, our, uh, of my Christian activism, I will be with you every night at 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday to Friday. And these persecution acts include a rape not against my mother, but against my, my person, criminal mischief against my mother and myself, theft or embezzlement of our property, which is the legal term for that, um, cases against us, uh, falsely accusing us of defrauding the United States government, uh, etc. You know the drill. Um, whenever the criminals commit something in for them and they are found out, they turn it, they, they say that they, um, they think that they want to flip it around and, and put it on you because, of course, they are smarter than everybody else, uh, tenacious, more tenacious than everybody else, and everybody else is dumb and, and idiotic and stupid, including the presidents, the uh, investigative news reporters, the news reporters, the news directors, everybody else uh, are, is stupid, but uh, the organized crime members. So this is uh, how they uh, take their lives, and this is how they see things. So pending uh, this persecution act, I will be with you every day, Monday through Friday. And with that being said, do you have, um, do you feel, excuse me,
Do you feel like uh, giving a, a shout out? Do you feel like speaking the truth without being censored? This is your time. If you want your voice to be heard, call our talk show number at 724-444-7444-724-444-7444. My ID number is 145-906. Just enter my ID number, 145-906, and enter pound, and you'll be connected with us. And or join us in our chat room by going to www.talkshow.com. Just enter my ID number 145906 and click go. It's free and fun and you'll love it. So with that being said, let me just uh, welcome, one, welcome you one more time and uh, advise you of what is going to be taking place here in our talk show today. This is what will happen. I will, of course, uh, as always, uh, do our daily prayer for our brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, our brothers and sisters um, that perished at the hands of the organized crime. And because they perished at the hands of the organized crime, we need to pray for them. Why? Because many of them have not gotten justice yet. And uh, in the Catholic Church, um, we Christians believe that uh, when people have uh, an unfinished business, uh, and I actually have done research about this, uh, their souls sometimes linger. They stay around until they are given justice onto the people who, in this case, uh, murdered them or assassinated them for uh, any reason, are brought to justice. So because of uh, this, many of our brothers and sisters might be still here with us and they, can, they haven't been able to go to the Lord uh, in uh, peace and happiness uh, like they should. So, because of that, we will do our daily prayer uh, for our beloved Christian activist, Elvara Williams, who perished at the hands of the organized crime uh, on or around the 27th of January of 2018. And she perished because she was, as my mother is, right now and I, as I am right now blocked from getting any medical care at any hospitals or clinics. Uh, she was gang stalked, followed and uh, harassed, antagonized physically and ver verbally and emotionally and psychologically abused by staff members uh, at the different hospitals and at the different um, places where she went uh, at the different organized crime members' offices like DSS and SSA that she went to. She was um, antagonized, harassed, and um, many times uh, falsely arrested because of her Christian activism, and that was after the organized crime members working as 
DSS and SSA commissioners found out that she had reported them as they have found out that I have uh, been reporting them the uh, many trillions of dollars that they have defrauded the United States government Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers with my mother's social security numbers uh, my mother's social security number excuse me my social security number in the 50 million American citizens and legal residents social security numbers that they have defrauded our United States government and the taxpayers uh, with. So, after we uh, say a prayer for Elvira Williams uh, and Kenneth's father, who was also assassinated by the DSS and SSA commissioners uh, working for the organized crime and trafficking with identities and government benefits in our country, uh, we will also play, uh, pray for um, the 17 Florida Broward County uh, High School uh, victims that perished at the hand at the hand of a shooter that um, was mentally ill, Nicolas Cruz, and uh, he is being brought to justice. So uh, when that matter uh, is settled, um, victims, I believe, uh, will get uh, the peace that they need to get until Sheriff uh, Scott Israel is brought to justice and put behind bars where he should be because uh, instead of telling the four or five police that were outside of the high school while Nicolas Cruz was shooting at our children, 15 of our children and two of our teachers perished at the hands of Nicolas because the Broward County Sheriff uh, Israel did not tell them to go in. He told them not to go in when he should have told them to go in immediately and take down the shooter. So because of his action, uh, Sheriff Scott Israel has killed 17 of our brothers and sisters in Christ and especially uh, the children who did not have uh, a chance to live their lives like Mr. Scott Israel has had. Uh, so that is a particular um, heinous crime. So he should be paying for that as the um, as he should be paying for uh, aiding and abating in the assassination of our beloved Elvira William. Um, because he sent his supervisors to harass, antagonize, and abused her psychologically, emotionally, and physically, uh, and submit her uh, um, to the uh, subjugation of the uh, hospital staff that they took her to. Uh, so because of that, he should pay. Uh, and I believe that these people, uh, these people's souls will not find rest until this is done. So please, I call upon um, our president's good nature to uh, see that this justice is served and also to bring to justice the New York Livingston County interim sheriff, Thomas Doherty, that has tried to assassinate my mother and myself dozens of times. 
And it, it is only a miracle that we are here with you today because uh, this um, sheriff has sent his supervisees to assassinate us dozens of times. He still sends his supervisees and uh, associates and friends within the DOJ to follow us around, stalk us uh, in the sheriff's uh, cars, uh, in the state police cars, in the local police cars, as well as in uh, cars that are civilian cars, but with police officers inside of them following us, following us, stalking us. And these um, police officers and DOJ employees are following my elderly, disabled, chronically ill, epileptic mother who is dying of cancer and myself, who has been a college professor since the age of 25, those don't drink, don't smoke, don't use any drugs, don't go out, and just uh, the only offense that I have done to them is to read my Bible and to do my grocery every single uh, instance that I can possibly uh, do them. That's all I have uh, to have offended them. So because of my Christian conservative beliefs, I have to perish, and these people are after uh, my mother and myself because I did the right thing, and I uh, followed the, my duty as a citizen of the United States to report the crimes committed by the organized crime members against our citizens and our residents. And I, it is my duty as a citizen to, to, to report crime and criminality. Uh, because of it, I am being hunted down uh, as well as my mother. So we also need to bring um, New York, Livingston County, organized crime member working as a sheriff, Thomas Doherty, to justice as uh, Scott Israel. Because these two individuals have uh, committed crimes, multiple felonies, against our citizens, attempted murder, attempted assassination, murder, and you name it. Um, these people need to, brought, to be brought to justice. So our beloved Vera Williams, the 17th Florida Broward County High School victims, and my mother and I can find some justice and some peace after all the assassination attempts and uh, the subjugation, persecution, hate crimes and discrimination committed against us because of our conservative, Christian, Hispanic beliefs. So with that, let me just uh, move on and tell you, after we do the prayer that we always do at the beginning of each uh, show, we will uh, go to my opening statement, and I will ask you to um, please wait until the end of the show until or until I give you a, a break to speak or um, to go to my Facebook account and tell me what you think about my opening statement as well as um, uh, going to my mother's cancer website so you can see in what conditions my mother is uh, because I am a very evidence-oriented person. Uh, so there you will find uh, the videos and pictures that my mother has uh, in regards to the stealing and selling of her New York State trade medicate, which has been sold to
to illegals by the DSS commissioners and SSA commissioners, as well as the DOJ employees involved with the organized crime and the directors and commissioners of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So you can go to my Facebook account, Luisa Yarson's Cancer uh, website page, and um, uh, you can also go to the, uh, the other page where my mother's uh, pictures and uh, evidence, uh, her doctor's letter and everything is uh, found. So after that, um, then we will go to uh, a call of action, uh, which I always ask you to please make to these um, government employees who have uh, been stealing and selling my mother's New York State trade Medicaid and putting her different people's medical insurances as well as in different fraudulent medical insurances for which she did not apply and for which she, for which she did not ask. Uh, so they have been using her personal and confidential information to, without her permission, to apply for uh, multiple medical insurances to sell them, uh, and those medical insurances do not provide the medical care, the 100% coverage medical care and 100% coverage medication that my mother's Medicaid uh, covers, which is uh, her New York State trade Medicaid. So they are selling her Medicaid. They also, in addition to that um, felony, they also apply uh, uh, use her for me to apply for multiple um, medical insurances and in, in dozens of, of government agencies and get government funds uh, for supposedly her and packet those government funds like uh, the Adult Protective Service is using her for uh, currently as we speak. They have her as a, uh, as a mentally retarded person uh, because she speaks broken English and they take advantage of uh, her level of uh, English to uh, enter her in different documents uh, as a mentally retarded or unable to speak or to make her own decisions, which is in and of itself a class A misdemeanor to write false statements about uh, an or something or somebody on a government record, specifically DSS records, is a class A misdemeanor. So these people are not only multiple felons, but they commit misdemeanors left and right, like the, if they sit and eat uh, Chinese rice. It's nothing to them. They are so used to uh, lack of accountability that they um, commit felonies and misdemeanors left and right without any regards. Uh, it's, it's become, without any regards for the law, it's become second nation, a nature to them, excuse me. So after um, we go to call of action, then we are going to uh, go to today's topic, which is, of course, persecution of conservative Christian Hispanic activists and other uh, conservative uh, citizens by the organized crime members working as government employees for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the Department of Social Services, 
the Social Security Administration Office, and the DOJ offices. So after we go into uh, today's topic, and of course we're going to use Rizal Yarson's sample case, which we have been using because that case illustrates everything that you need to know to defend yourself, to protect yourself, and to counteract what the organized crime network has been doing, is doing, and will continue to do to American citizens, about 15 millions of them, according to my 18 years research. And with that, um, we will discuss uh, the different points in my outline today, and we'll see some videos that I want you to um, listen to, at least, if you cannot see it, but I will always uh, post the videos on the chat room, in the chat room. When Once you are going to the chat room, you'll have access to those videos. You can also go to my Facebook account, uh, and you can find the videos there. You can also go to my YouTube channel. Just Google um, Professor Martinez and you will uh, find my new channels there. You can also um, go to um, Illegals uh, or Illegals Mafia, and you will find uh, my research also there. But you need to know the modus operandi of the organized crime to defend yourself, because the more you know about their modus operandi, the easier it is for you to catch them in the act to what they're doing to share it with a lot of people and to take off their mask and uncover what they have been doing to our brothers and sisters in Christ for approximately 30 years or so according to my 18 years research so this is what's going to be taking place today I hope that if you have any questions you um, don't think that it is a bad question or that uh, it is not uh, a, a good enough question. All questions are good questions. And when you ask questions, you help me to understand how I should present the material to you so I can present it in a way that you can understand it. You follow? So if you have any questions, please don't be timid and ask your questions. And with that, I'm going to go to um, my my daily prayer today. Uh, so you can close your eyes if you want. And please, if you're driving, <laughs> do not close your eyes. Uh, and if you are uh, doing something in the kitchen and you're listening uh, to the program or whatever, do not close your eyes. Uh, I am going to close my eyes because I'm sitting down and I have my notes in front of me. So when um, I start a prayer, if you are not doing something uh, like driving or cooking or anything, and if you are sitting down, if there is no inconvenience, uh, then you can close your eyes. <laughs> so I don't want you to have uh, an accident or anything. So uh, this is it. Let's start. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for the food, the clothing, the shelter, and everything you have given us, like the wisdom and intelligence to discern which way to go 
and to discern uh, which ways are evil ways and which are not evil ways, which way to go, and uh, to discern what is good and what is bad. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Please, Heavenly Father, protect our brothers and sisters in Christ, in this nation, and all around the world, because as you know, all of us are your uh, brothers and sisters. And all of us are your children, and you love us all, regardless of our sexual orientation, our color, our uh, way of speaking, our accents, and our, our ethnicity, our religion, or anything about us. Because you love us all the same, and you, you are always with us, and you want the best for us. Please, Heavenly Father, give us the strength to fight the principalities and powers that are within this world and to always do the right to help our brothers and sisters in Christ in everything we can and to do what is right according to you and your laws, not according to society, not according to the local gangs, not according to the uh, click the neighborhood click, but what is good according to your love, Heavenly Father. And please send your warrior angels and your spirits of light and your angels of light to continue to protect us and save us and continue to show us the way. Send your children also to take out the children of Satan that are within our government offices, that are taking our government offices, using and abusing their jobs and positions within our government to subjugate and abuse your children, Heavenly Father. Don't allow this to happen. Send your angels and send your children with the intelligence, the morals, and the values that we need in our society to bring our country back to your laws and to make our country great again. Heavenly Father, please continue to help us and to love us and to protect us and continue to send us your angels of light and your spirit of light, Heavenly Father. Give us your, your uh, peace and happiness because as you know, only you can give us peace and happiness and you happiness, excuse me, in your divine trinity. Many of us, uh, beloved Father, believe that we are going to find peace and happiness with money, with uh, expensive cars, with expensive clothing, when all that is a, an addition to what we really are and what we really need, Heavenly Father. Because, as you know, the most important things that are in life come from you, which is, which are love, friendship, happiness, peace, tranquility, loyalty, all of those uh, important things that exist in this life come from you. Nowhere else, Heavenly Father. Thank you for giving those to us and th thank you for protecting us and loving us, despite of what we do many times, Heavenly Father. And please, Give us the serenity to stay in this world because, as you know, wrath 
sin and we should always keep from or refrain refrain from getting angry because wrath is a sin. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being with us, protecting us, and loving us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so that was my prayer. I know that I have a beautiful uh, voice without an accent almost, and uh, my English is so perfect that you can hardly detect my accent, but I like um, doing, uh, and I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I always like uh, doing my prayer in Spanish when I uh, I am doing them with my mothers. But since I am doing them with you every day, I have to do them in English. So I hope that you understand what I say when I uh, pray in, Sp in in English. Excuse me, and I hope that you do pray. Because as I always tell you, um, prayer is something very powerful. Satan does not like prayer. Why? Because he knows prayer uh, is very, very is a very powerful thing. That's why he doesn't like it. And prayer keeps him away from us. And we keep closer to God every time we pray. So whenever you get a chance, you can pray. You don't have to wait until. Uh, before you go to bed to pray, you don't have to wait until the morning to pray. You can be uh, sitting down or doing the dishes or um, cleaning the house and you can be praying. Or you can be resting, taking a nap, and you can be praying because the, the most beautiful thing about God is that you don't have to call Him over the phone. You can just call Him with your mind. Because remember, the Bible, that very Sabbath book says it very clearly when you call me in mind or with words i will be with you so you can call god anytime you don't have to wait to a definite time during the day or a definite date uh, to speak with him he's always there to listen and he's always there to help help you in any way shape or form that he can so um, don't forget to pray. And with that, um, let me just uh, go to my opening statement because um, it is very important that uh, I tell you what is happening uh, currently. And in my opening statement, I illustrate what I have been uh, seeing um researching and uh, doing so if you have any questions regarding my opening statement uh, or comments or concerns you can go to my facebook account which is as always www.facebook.com forward slash solange.martinez.5817 and that's, uh, of course, www.facebook.com forward slash S as in Sam, all L A N as in Nancy, G E dot M A R T I N E Z as in Zebra dot five eight one seven. 
or you can always go to um, Luisa Oyasun's website uh, because I always uh, check my mother's website with her uh, because she cannot see very well uh, due to her lack of medical care. She hasn't uh, seen an eye doctor during the last eight years or so because illegals have been using her uh, straight Medicaid, which was sold to them by DSS and SSA commissioners. And therefore, she's going blind because um, uh, she hasn't been, see, been able to see an eye doctor during the last uh, eight years or so. And she was supposed to go every six months or every uh, year or so. And this is precisely what the organized crime members working for adult protective services want, because to qualify for adult protective service, you need to be blind or unable and unable to yourself. And so if the people that they are using to defraud the United States government uh, Federal Reserve account and the taxpayers with are not uh, qualifying for their phony agency, uh, for the fraudulent agency, then they affect uh, them, they um, commit crimes against these uh, citizens and legal residents to make them as sick as possible to then say, oh, yes, she was always sick like that. We um, gave them, gave her, you know, three, two trillion dollars uh, worth of benefits and goods and, and, goods and services that the, the citizens and legal residents never saw. You know what I mean? So this is what's uh, happening. So you can go, uh, you can always go to my Facebook account, let me know what you think, or you can always go to um, my mother's cancer page, Luisa Oyarsson's cancer page, which is www, which is at, excuse me, www.facebook.com, www.facebook.com forward slash Luisa Oyarsson 66, and I'll spell it for you. L U I S as in Sam A O Y A R Z as in Zebra U as in under N as in Nancy six six forward slash A P as in Peter P as in Peter forward slash two zero eight one nine five one zero two five two eight one two zero forward slash so that's her cancer page, uh, and again, www.facebook.com forward slash Luisa Oyarsun 66 forward slash APP forward slash 208-195-102-528-120 forward slash. And you can always go to um, the other website page that I have created to keep uh, the legal residents uh, and anybody who wants to see it, including the citizens of the states, informed about what has uh, going on with the trafficking of identities and government benefits. The page is Victims of the Illegal Mafia and is D as in Victor, O as in Orlando, T as in Tom, I as in India, M as in Mary, 4-5, numeric 4-5, okay? So it's D as in Victor, O, T as in Tom, 
I, Emma, St. Mary, 4, 5, and all are little letters. Okay? So, um, you can go there and uh, let me know what you think about my opening statement. So, with that, let me just tell my opening statement. And this is it. I think President Trump... I, I'm sorry. I think... President Trump for everything he has done and is doing for our nation, including wanting to fix uh, our broken immigration system. We hope and pray that he also fixes our government agencies, starting with our Department of Justice, which is his Department of Justice, by the way, because he's our Commander-in-Chief now which still has a lot of uh, corruption because the Department of Justice has uh, been uh, drained uh, like the swamp by our uh, President Donald J. Trump. But we still have a lot of creatures in that swamp. So we, we need to keep uh, telling President uh, to, keep, uh, his, uh, to keep up his good work um, and to continue to drain the swamp. So I hope and pray that he continues uh, cleaning up uh, the DOJ, his DOJ, and he does what he needs to do fast because um, there are 50 million American citizens, including my elderly disabled mother and myself, are waiting for him to take over his DOJ and to clean, the ha clean up the house, quote-unquote because um, there have been a lot of injustices within our Department of Justice, and there have crimes committed against the American people because we have a person who tells it like it is, like, like our president. So I hope and pray that he hurries up and um, doesn't hesitate to do what he does best, uh, and he has done that with his companies, and clean up the house uh, with, uh, within the DOJ department. So I hope he does this for the good of the um, people uh, yesterday, because we cannot wait any longer. Many of us are in danger. Uh, we are being assassinated, followed, stopped, subjugated, and terrorized by many of our DOJ employees local, state, and federal, who are using abuse their positions to subjugate the American people. And this is not right. This is not what God intends uh, our citizens to be like, and he doesn't want us to, to live in fear, to be terrorized, to be denied medical care, to be uh, robbed by our, uh, our police officers, our sheriffs, and our state police. He doesn't want us to be in fear when we go out uh, thinking that they're going to shoot at us. Uh, the police, uh, I mean, the police, uh, local, state, and federal police, uh, he doesn't want us to be in fear because um, the police officers want to cover up uh, their crimes, their multiple felonies against the citizens, and they want to assassinate any witnesses that are around, like my mother and myself. So we pray that our president takes over the, his DOJ fast 
and fixes uh, things as it always uh, does. So. Also, um, we need to remember that we, the citizens of the United States and the legal residents, are not the only ones, uh, and this is for the, the Dems, are not the only ones that are uh, suffering at the hands of the organized crime. Um, and uh, the illegals are also suffering because many times uh, they, because of their status, they, their illegal status, are uh, often abused by um, those gang uh, members, F-13s, 13 by police officers who are corrupted, who dishonor our police uh, um, uniforms and who dishonor our country when they commit crimes wearing their uniform. That's what they do. And they should be ashamed of themselves. It is uh, a disgrace to have police officers who join the force just to illegitimately enrich themselves and to be able to commit crimes freely without any fear of being prosecuted because they wear the uniform and they work for the DOJ. It is shameful. And it is also an abomination in the eyes of God. And uh, in addition to the aforementioned, we hope and pray that uh, our president also uh, fixes the Social Security Administration Office, which is uh, of criminals, uh, as, as I understand it, and according to my 18 years research, full of criminals who are using and abusing their positions to subjugate the American people, to rob them uh, from their government benefits and steal their government benefits and sell their identities and government benefits. And uh, not only the Social Security Administration Office, but the Department of Social Services, the Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services, and our hospitals. And I know it is, it is a lot of uh, work for our president, and I know he's also uh, being attacked by the DOJ employees who are corrupted to the bone, but uh, he can change that. And he should, um, in my opinion, uh, forget about um, what people are going to say or what uh, people are not going to say. Everybody knows that he's doing an excellent job because he has the evidence, he has shown the evidence, the news uh, who do not belong to the mainstream media have shown the evidence. Today we saw the evidence from um, the um, Israel, uh, the Middle East uh, ally that presented evidence uh, against Iran and uh, the allies of Iran. So everybody knows that he is doing what he's supposed to do for the American people and that he's pro-America, not against Americans uh, in America. Like many of our, our um, uh, legal residents and citizens, unfortunately, are. So with that being said, if you have any questions regarding my or any comments regarding my opening statement, please feel free to go to my aforementioned Facebook page and also um, my mother's website, uh, Cancer, Cancer uh, page, as well as the page uh, that I gave you, Vaccine 45, 
and um, let me see if I forgot uh, something. I think I gave you all the information. But anyways, if uh, you also want to, would like to contact me, do not forget to contact me at my email address, which I gave you uh, during the last a few days. And again, I'm going to give you uh, right now. It is Solange Martinez 7 at yahoo.com. So Solange, um, my name, Martinez 7 at yahoo.com. And the um, cancer, I mean, the uh, page that shows uh, my research and evidence, what I'm, I'm telling you is www.facebook.com forward slash vaccine V as in Victor, all T as in Tom, I, M as in Mary, four, five, forward slash. When you go there, you're going to um, see it, and you're going to see evidence of what I have been telling you. With that, uh, let me go on with uh, the information that I have for you today that I put together for you today. And um, before we go we uh, go to that, uh, let me just quickly ask you for uh, your call of action. So please, if you can... Find it in your heart. Uh, if you can have uh, four or five minutes of your time, please make a call of action to um, the following individuals. So my mother's assassination can be stopped because right now she has had a, a, a urinary tract infection for the last three months or so, a chronic urinary tract infection, and... Um, a bladder infection, I don't know what happened, uh, and I believe that this, uh, my mother and I, because I also have a, a urinary tract infection, but not a bladder infection, just a urinary tract infection. Um, I think that because we have been moving from one place to the next to the next and to uh, from motel to motel to motel, we have gotten uh, sick that way. Uh, we also have, uh, both of us, got pneumonia when they, the um, New York Livingstone County Sheriff, uh, took my elderly, disabled, chronically ill, epileptic mother who is dying of cancer in the cold outside of her home in a phony illegal eviction uh, that was mas masquerading an assassination attempt against my mother. So when um, New York Livingston County Sheriff Thomas Doherty uh, and the aforementioned SSA commissioners and DSS commissioners did that, my mother almost died uh, frozen because it was seven degrees outside during the last Christmas time. And uh, that was her Christmas present uh, to be uh, sent to a motel to be assassinated by the said sheriff and uh, Diana Dean, Kevin McGuire, Corinda Crossbell, and um, the federal judge, uh, Paul Warren, that was also uh, part of the organized crime uh, members who were the intellectual architects of my mother's assassination and mine during the past uh, assassination attempt uh, masqueraded with an illegal eviction which had no docket number and no, and no index number. It was only a holdup that uh, the said sheriff and the local Mount Morris uh, part-time judge Robert Osant uh, 
planned and uh, executed to assassinate my elderly disabled mother and myself after Corinda Crossdale uh, and um, Nancy Berry Hill specifically stole forms of her Social Security court-awarded disability benefits. Uh, so after that, they uh, sent these assassins working as DOJ employees to assassinate us, and they were discussing uh, what things they were going to uh, take with them uh, after our, our assassination in front of us. So it was really uh, a hard time, but I understand that Christians have to go through this because uh, Satan uh, doesn't like us doing the job that our Heavenly Father wants us to do. So we're going to continue to do our Heavenly Father's job until He calls us before Him. So please, you can find it in your heart, make these following calls of action because um, we need it uh, and Luisa Oyarsson will die if you don't make these calls of action and ask these people to please uh, bring themselves back to the rule of law. Uh, and obey our constitutions. We know that they want a communist manifesto, but in the meantime, we have a constitutional republic, which is for the people and by the people. We don't have an oligarchy that is uh, for the government employees and by the government employees. So until we have an oligarchy or a, a communist government, we need to obey our constitution. So please, if you can find it in your heart, uh, give a call to Ms. Catherine Muller, which is the New York Steuben County DSS Commissioner, and she, she can be found at 607-664-2000, or 607-664-3000. And her fax number, for those of you who uh, want to fax her, because I know that a lot of people get so indignated that they tell me, uh, please, Professor Martinez, give me a fax number so I can put something in writing for these people. So for those of you who would like to put something in writing for Ms. Catherine Muller, you can send it to the following fax, 607-664-2179. Uh, 607-664-2179. Her name is K A. T-H-R-Y-N, Moller, M-U-L-L-E-R. Her middle initial is A as in Apple. And uh, the fax and phone number that I just gave you for Catherine Moller is the same one as the fraud legal department for the New York State, uh, New York County uh, Department of Social Services, uh, New York Steuben County Department of Social Services. So it is the legal department and the legal department, and they are fully aware that um, they are killing uh, my the people who are refuse, refusing to give back my mother's Medicaid to her are killing her. They are fully aware of that. So I, I have been waiting for the last three months, but apparently they are going to continue killing my elderly disabled mother. And I was also told um, by a DSS um employee, uh, Ms. Eason, um, Colleen Eason, that they were going to kill my mother. They were not going to give her her 
straight Medicaid, and then they were going to put it on me. So they were going to uh, continue to block her from getting medical care and medication. And then when she dies, they were going to um, uh, put me in jail, blame it on me and put me in jail because they have the power to do so, because they have the connections with the police and the DOJ, um, DOJ um, employees. So uh, if you find in your heart, please make a call of action and ask these people to bring back to the uh, bring themselves back to the rule of law. And um, the email address for those of you who would like to send an email, uh, if you don't have fax, you can send an email to Commissioner Mueller at um, her secretary's email address, which is Dana. So Dana is her secretary. You can send an email address to the following email address. If you have a pen, please write it down. <coughs> Excuse me. It is D as in David, O as in Orlando, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A as in Apple. Dana. Dad, Ivenham, E as in India, V as Victor. ING, H as in Harry, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, at C as in Cat, O as in Orlando. Dad, Steuben, which is S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, U as in Under, E as in Boy, E as in Elephant, N as in Nancy. Dad, N as in Nancy, Y as in yours, Dad, U.S. N D O N N A dot E I I'm sorry E V as in Victor I N G H A M at C O dot S T E U E E N dot N Y dot U S and um if you can also uh, make a second call uh, to the New York State Department of Medicaid Commissioner uh, or the U New York State Department of Health, excuse me, Commissioner, please do so. The New York State Department of Health Commissioner's information is the following. So his name is Howard Soccer, and that's Z as in zebra, U, C as in cat, K-E-R, Zucker. His first name is Howard, H-A-W-A-R-D. Howard Zucker, comma, he's an MD, a medical doctor. His information, his contact information is Corning Tower, C-O-R-N-I-N-G, T-O-W-E-R. Corning Tower, next line, Empire State Plaza, next line, Albany, Coma New York, 12237. His telephone number is 518-474-2011. And his fax number is 518-474-6608. 518-474-6608. And his email.
email address and of course when you send an email to him if you send an email to him you have to write on the subject line attention to commissioner stalker and his email address is um, DOH for Department of Health, DOHWEB at health.ny.gov. And that's health, H E A L A, I'm sorry, X H E A L T H dot NY dot GOV. And um, this is the, the the second call that I would like you to make if you can uh, at all. Uh, so the first one is for the Commissioner Muller. The second one is for the uh, Commissioner of the New York State Department of Health, uh, Mr. Howard Soccer. And the third one is for the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And his name is Alex Azar. Alex is A-L-E-X, as in x-rays. Azar is A in Apple, Z as in zebra, A as in Apple, R as in Raymond. His um, contact information is 202-205-5445, 202-205-5445, and he's at 200 Independent Avenue, comma, S period W period for Southwest. So it's 200 Independent Avenue Southwest, Washington DC 20201, Washington comma DC 20201. And the fourth call that I would like you to make if you can uh, do it at all, please do so and save the life of an elderly disabled person who has done everything right, who worked for dozens of years of her life, paid her taxes, paid into her social security account, and did everything right. And at the end of the, her life, as she is uh, sick for, from working uh, from many times, seven o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night for many, many years. And in the last job, she was working there at the Andover Soba Cube and Rehab Center in New York, Andover, New York, I'm sorry, in Andover, New Jersey. She was working there for the last, she worked there, excuse me, for the last 11 years and she was never late, not once. So it is only fair that she gets at least, if they have stolen her uh, New York State pension, if they have stolen her food stamps, if they have stolen her um, uh, Medicaid, if they have stolen uh, everything else, her housing and her uh, Section 8, if they have stolen the money for the co-payments of uh, the medications, they have stole, stolen everything. At least, the least thing that they can give her is her New York State strain Medicaid so she can at least see the doctors that she needs to see before she says goodbye. So. If you can find it in your heart, uh, please make these calls, uh, these four calls of actions. Uh, if you prefer, you can uh, fax them or you can email, but uh, the information that I gave you is the correct information and you can also call 
Nance Berry-Hill. She is the Temporary Social Security Administration Commissioner of the United States. And she is uh, the interim commissioner uh, located at the Social Security Administration at 6401 Security Boulevard. 6401 Security Boulevard, and Boulevard, of course, abbreviated is as in boy, L as in love, D as in Victor, and D as in David. And uh, the next line is Baltimore, comma, Maryland, 21235. Baltimore, B-A-L-T-O, I'm sorry, B-A-L-T-I-M-O-R-E, comma, Maryland. 21235. And um, her last name is spelled uh, Barry Hill, B as in boy, E as in Edward, R as in Raymond, R as in Raymond, Y as in yours, H as in Harry, I as in India, L as in love, L as in love. This is uh, the, and the middle initial is A as in apple. So she can be found from Monday through Fridays from 8.30 until 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday through Friday, 8.30 until 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And her phone number is 410-965-2982. 410-965-2982. And uh, her fax number is 410 5970015 Please uh, call these people and ask them to come back to the rule of law and uh, stop violating the federal law that allows uh, citizens to opt out of the social security at uh, Medicare Part B as in boy, which is um, blocking my mother from getting medical care because she has uh, been there uh, for the last five years or so. So somebody, uh, the DSS and SSA uh, employees who are trafficking with identity and government benefits and have sold her identities, uh, her, her, I'm sorry, her, her, have sold her identity across the nation uh, in more than 4,000 um, counties. Uh, so they can uh, illegals, so they can the illegals can get free healthcare and free medication. Uh, they have been kept keeping her in Medicare Part B without her knowledge or consent. So they used they used her personal identifiable information without her permission to sign her up for six different medical insurances. Uh, one is Medicare Part B. Uh, which is the one that uh, they use to commit health care fraud every time she goes to a hospital to the ER uh, because the uh, SSA and SSD commissioners contact the hospital and tend to commit health care fraud and charge it to charge the thousands of dozens of thousands of dollars to the, her Medicare Part B, knowing that she never signed up for that. Uh, and so if you and I used somebody else's personal information to sign her up, to sign them up for medical insurances uh, without their permission, we would be going to jail. That's fraud. And it's called uh, insurance fraud. More specifically, it is called healthcare fraud 
when they go to the hospitals and hospitals are contacted and told to run many tests so they can put the results uh, of those tests into the files of people who have nothing wrong with them and say that they are disabled because they are chronically ill and defraud the United States government with that scheme and the taxpayers and, and then put Luisa uh, their um, test results under Luisa Oyarsson's profile and say, well, she is not chronically ill, so I'm going to sign her for a medical insurance uh, plan, those Obama plans that we uh, so much love. Uh, we'll sign her up for a plan that doesn't, doesn't provide her uh, with uh, the 100% medical care medications uh, coverage that uh, her Medicaid uh, covers for her. But who cares? She's just a piece of junk uh, anyway. Uh, uh, and American citizens, uh, and American citizens, we all know, are worthless. We don't, uh, we're, we cannot be used for anything, so we should be thrown in the garbage. And this is what um, these people have been doing with about 50 million American citizens and legal residents, and they have been doing that with my mother. They did that with Kenneth's father and with uh, activist Elvara William uh, uh, before they assassinated them, and they are doing that with 50 million American citizens and legal residents right now uh, as we speak. So this is the, the Social Security Administration federal law that these uh, multiple felons are violating by keeping Luis Yarson in Medicare Part B as in boy. And uh, it is called the Code of Federal Regulation 1838B as in boy and 1818AC2B as in boy. So please, when you make a call, uh, Keep that in mind so you can tell these people that you're calling because they are in violation of that law and uh, it is a federal, a federal law which makes, makes them uh, a, a multiple felons, okay, because that's not the only law that they are violating. So um, with that, let me just uh, tell you the um, address of the Steuben County DSS Commissioner in case uh, one of you some of you would like to know the address, so you can uh, send her a letter. Because some people get so indignated that one in, in one of the shows that I, I did, uh, an African-American uh, gentleman told me, I need the address so I can put something in, in writing for these uh, people. So this is the address of the DSS commissioner if you want it. Uh, it is 3 East Pulteney Square, P.U., L as in law, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, Y as in yours, square, Bath, New York, 14810. Bath, New York, 14810. And yes, that's that. Um, so, if uh, you have any questions, I am going to... Uh, at this point, I'm going to unmute the uh, chat room, and everybody is unmuted. Uh, so if you have any questions, feel free to um, ask them. I think that I have been very clear um, that uh, I have given you the information that you need to know regarding uh, our sample case, Lisa Yarsum, 
and that information illustrates how uh, the organized crime works, its modus operandi. So with that information, you can figure out what to do uh, because you know how they react, uh, what they do, what type of schemes they run. Uh, and one thing that I wanted to mention, these are the people who were involved in assassination of our American um, sister in Christ, our activist Elvira Williams, at the Florida Howard, I'm sorry, at the Florida Broward County Hospital, which is Broward uh, Health, I believe uh, it is called. And this is information about that hospital. The phone number is 954-941-8300. 954-941-8300. The room is uh, room 527. The bed was uh, bed one where they had her. When they had her kidnapped there for eight days, not three days, because they said they claimed that they did a... a um, Baker Act on her, uh, but nevertheless, a Baker Act is an, a, a, a legal procedure that government employees are allowed to, to do when and if the person, the citizen or legal resident, the, when the person is violent against somebody or uh, a threat against uh, those around him or her or a threat to himself or herself. And Elvira was never violent. She was never a threat to anybody or, or, or herself. And nevertheless, these people, as, as, a, as, a, as a retaliation act, they uh, character her, her many times, kidnapped her, put her into a psych ward in this hospital, in many other hospitals across the nation. Uh, one time, they, they put her in a mental institution where the patients uh, killed those uh, patients that are put there. Uh, so this is the kind of torture, the kind of communist torture and Marxist torture that these people, organized crime members working as DSS and SSA commissioners engaged in and are engaging in right now as we speak against our citizens and legal residents, our brothers and sisters in Christ here in the United States. So this is why we need our president to act now because they're going to finish us up. I mean, they're going to, by the time they, the, 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 if, he, he, if he waits any longer, by the time he gets to get rid of the corruption in, in the DOJ, uh, there are not going to be any um, American citizens left. All there will be are illegals and people who are coming into the country illegally. So we need him to act fast. I know that he's been uh, antagonized also and persecuted by this organized crime members who want to uh, give him, uh, who want to impeach him for no reason, just because they want a communist uh, government and not a, a constitutional republic. They want to impeach him and declare a, a martial law and have their communist uh, government as they want it. But uh, it's not uh, that way. Things are not that way. So uh, this is the information about this hospital, this corrupted hospital uh, controlled by the organized crime network that assassinated uh, Elvira Williams, 
on or around the 27th of um, February, uh, of January of 2018. And uh, what they did was they denied her medical care and they used to, uh, she used to go to the hospital with internal bleedings and uh, anally and uh, vaginally, and they used to ignore her and put her in a side ward, give her psychiatric medication that she did not need, and uh, denied her medical care uh, for her physical illnesses. So she ended up dropping dead at her home uh, on or around the aforementioned date. The supposed psychiatrist that used to engage in this uh, felony, falsification of medical records, healthcare fraud, and criminal behavior is uh, Delvina Thomas. Uh, so those of you who are investigative news reporters, news reporters, news directors, and government officials, you can check out this uh, person, this uh, woman. I bet you're going to find hidden treasure when you check her out. So Del Delvina Thomas was the one that was involved in the assassination of Christian activist um, Elvira Williams. And uh, her name is spelled D as in David, E-L, D as in Victor, I-N-A as in Apple, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. And um, Okay, um, the other information about Elvira Williams is uh, the following. Uh, she was in Broward County Organized Crime uh, and Nurse Station, uh, and when I used to call there, they used to I used to call like uh, for six or eight hours. I used to sit and just call and call and ask for her to make sure that they did not assassinate her, that they did not uh, finish her up. And they, uh, Elvira Williams told me that they injected her with things she did not approve of against her will. Uh, they held her down and injected her with God knows who, I mean, with God knows what. Uh, and this is the type of Marxist, uh, communist, uh, Hitler-type behavior that uh, our citizens uh, and Elvira William, and I'm sure Kenneth's father, and the uh, TI that was assassinated uh, in uh, 2016 endured. This is the type of criminal behavior, criminal psychotic behavior uh, that these government employees working at the hospitals, different hospitals around our country engaged in. And um, she also told me uh, that uh, she told me that, to, that I could uh, receive her information because I had a document that gave, uh, gave me permission with um, Elvira Williams' social security number and personal identifiable information that she gave me. Uh, she gave uh, them verbal permission, so she passed disclosure, uh, and I always and I also sent her the written documents, and they failed to send me the uh, documents that they were going to send me because they did not want me to see what uh, the illegalities that they were committing. And I should mention that they um, Baker Acted her at the initial. They had the Baker Act 
prepared before they even arrived, arrived at her home when she called the ambulance. Uh, that tells you right there that they were engaged in illegal behavior, conspiracy to cause her harm, and other serious crimes because when you baker at somebody, it's because you observed that that person was suicidal and that person was uh, a danger, was attacking people physically, not saying, oh, you know, I don't like you. No, take a knife or, or, or try to assault somebody uh, physically with a knife, a pistol, uh, a bat, or anything, uh, or with their bodies, or um, cut her veins or something like that. Nothing like that. They did the Baker Act because they used and abused their position to weaponize the government resources against their enemies or what they who they perceive are their other enemies. Instead of using those psychiatric uh, wards uh, and using those uh, mental health resources for the people that they should use it for, like Nicolas Cruz whom I'm sure never was given any of that, never was done any of that uh, too, because they sold his uh, packet, uh, his mental illness um, government benefits package to uh, uh, illegals across the nation. So they could, they could fraud uh, the taxpayers and the United States government and uh, get all the benefits for the illegals that that person was entitled to have, like psychiatric evaluations, uh, psychiatric care, um, housing, and uh, Section 8, and you, you, uh, everything that was uh, supposed to be given to him. If he had been given the the treatment that uh, he was supposed to receive and not sold, uh, uh, you know, not uh, get those treatments, uh, those benefits, mental illness benefits sold to illegals, he would not uh, have done what he did, and our 17 brothers and sisters in Christ will be with us today. Things that hurt me the most. And um, going back to Elvira Williams, this was the doctor, quote unquote, the psychiatrist or psychologist that uh, was engaging in that um, felonies that uh, they engaged uh, in in that uh, in the aforementioned hospital. Dr. Francis at 954-681-1818, 954-681-1818. And um, three of us called her, three of us activists called her. Uh, we call, uh, Renata called, uh, called, and um, Tanya also called. And I have their phone numbers, but I'm not going to give it to anybody because I gave you my phone numbers, and I don't give anybody's phone number if that person doesn't authorize me to give uh, their phone numbers. So a lot of activists, I remember we did a call uh, from Renata's um, talk show um, program that uh, allowed us to... Uh, call all of us at once. Uh, well, Renata, as I understand it, has about 300 contacts. Um, a, another person, uh, another activist, had about another 300 contacts. 
uh, all of us were calling uh, the activists. So we bombarded the hospitals with calls. And finally, they said, well, since we cannot keep her here because to torture her, uh, we are we're not going to ban her from coming to the hospital. She's not allowed in this hospital. So they kept her uh, from uh, getting medical care from the hospital, which is also illegal. So uh, with that, I'm going to ask you, do you still have no questions? Is everything clear? Uh, have you understood everything? Because if you do have a question, please let me know. Uh, there are no questions nor stupid questions. And as I said before, I am here because of that. So if you have a question, don't be timid. Don't be shy. Okay, well, since you don't have any questions, let's move, uh, let's move on. And uh, as I said to, uh, uh, before, today's show's topic is persecution of conservative Christian-Hispanic activists by the organized crime members working as DSS, SSA, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and DOJ employees. And um, as I want to clearly document, uh, we, the uh, 50 million, uh, which are part of the 50 million American citizens and legal residents, according to my uh, 18 years research, that have been uh, persecuted and hunted down by the uh, SSA, DSS, and uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Commissioners in their uh, criminal networks associates from the DOJ, we have been persecuted uh, and terrorized uh, within our own country. This is called, ladies and gentlemen, domestic terrorism. We cannot, right now we have, uh, it is not only my mother and myself that are being terrorized, uh, we have 50, approximately 50 million American citizens and legal residents and many other people who stand there to stand up to the organized crime are being terrorized at their homes. Um, they home strip us. That means they steal uh, our homes. Uh, they uh, also job strip us. They, that means that they um, uh, get us fired. Uh, and uh, the reason why they get us fired is that they don't want us to be able to pay for our mortgage. So when my mother and I had our uh, half a million dollars home in Dover, New Jersey, located at 54B East Blackwell Street, Dover, New Jersey, they quickly uh, fired her uh, and they got me fired as well as soon as I reported a corrupted organized crime member uh, working as a judge in Morristown, New Jersey, uh, in Morris County, Barbara Soccer Sarrett. And as soon as I reported her, then my mother got uh, fired. I got fired. We uh, started to be antagonized, followed, and stalked by the local police. They went to our homes uh, at our home at 54 B East Blackwell Street, Dover, New Jersey, all 7801, many times to assassinate us. Uh, and um, they uh, forced us to. New Jersey because they were going to assassinate us. By that time, 
I didn't know uh, as much as I know now about the organized crime. In fact, I didn't even know what uh, was going on until I contacted some back burners and told me what you are experiencing is organized crime. This woman is uh, a multiple felon. She's an assassin, obviously. She has sent his uh, friends and associates after you because you reported her. And if she was innocent, she uh, no reason to go after you that she is. And her criminal behavior only confirms what you uh, have said when you reported her. So we, my mother and I had to flee because they were going to assassinate us. The police was going to assassinate us in Dover, New Jersey. And um, so uh, she um, uh, ran a scheme uh, in which they falsely arrested me. They were taking me to, um, police officers uh, were taking me to be gang raped by a group of police officers in Morristown, New Jersey. And um, when I was falsely arrested, I was not allowed to call the lawyer. My mother was not allowed to call the lawyer, my elderly disabled mother. They falsely accused us of disorderly conduct, which was never true because when we asked for a trial by jury, it was denied to us. When we asked for the evidence of the disorderly conduct, uh, which were the cameras that were all around uh, in the place where uh, we went to get uh, my mother's um, house deeds, uh, and uh, it was infested with cameras, security cameras all over. They said that they were not going to release the video. So the dream of a prosecutor is to have somebody who engaged in disorderly conduct in uh, a video camera from the security camera. Nevertheless, they refused to show the security camera Why? because there was no crime being committed. And you cannot accuse somebody in the United States and prosecute them uh, without any evidence. And since they didn't have any evidence, what they did was commit court fraud and they falsified the evidence and the outcome of the so-called court, court, uh, so um, uh, trial. Uh, and they said that my mother and I uh, declared ourselves guilty, signed uh, an affidavit saying that we were guilty and they had us on tape saying that we were guilty because when you declare yourself guilty, you have to sign documents saying that you declare yourself guilty, that you exonerate all the police officers uh, involved in your false arrest uh, of any wrongdoing and that uh, you, you are not being coerced to say that you're guilty uh, in front of a, 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 a camera and they have to record you saying that. Uh, and none of that happened because everything was... Uh, a, through everything was done through court uh, fraud. They also uh, were going to, were supposed to give us like a ticket of $85. They gave me a ticket of about $650, if I'm not mistaken, and they gave my mother a ticket of hundreds of dollars also. So they packeted that money because that never happened. Uh, and the people who uh, got me fired, got my mother fire, fired, uh, and um, because they made, they, uh, they would have people say, oh, she was arrested, she was convicted, she declared herself guilty, she lost her teaching license. Um, these are all punishable um, punitive uh, damages to me and my mother. Uh, but moving right along, 
uh, they uh, job review, they um, home strip you, uh, they then move you to uh, have to rent from uh, individuals who are criminals who are part of the organized crime uh, because they give a lot of uh, welfare monies, monies to people who have no scruples, who were always uh, poor, uneducated, and uh, that do not have any education, and um, they uh, make their packets filled with money, and so they have to do what they tell them to do, and they are all uh, enriching themselves illegitimately with the uh, taxpayer's money. And it is like a, a vicious circle that never it, it never ends. Uh, that's why they want to assassinate our uh, our president Donald Trump Trump because he's he doesn't agree with that. So they are fearful that he's going to close down a DSS or uh, replace it with something else that works and that do, do not allow the thieves that are working in many DSS offices to continue to uh, work there. Uh, and uh, they are afraid also that he's going to uh, reform our Social Security Administration office and put machines and people there or uh, set up a system w when where the employees of the uh, DSS and SSA won't be able to steal and sell the citizens' identities. That's what they are afraid, afraid of because he, they know that he's uh, smart enough to come up with a group of people to uh, come up with a device that prevents uh, anybody from committing fraud, from stealing the citizens' identities and government and the legal residents, and from uh, using, continue to use the taxpayers and the USA government as a personal checking account. So that's why they are uh, afraid of him because of that and many other things, and they want to uh, get rid of him, assassinate him, impeach him, whatever, but they want to get rid of him. But God puts him, put him in, in uh, where he is for a reason. So these people are going to have to get rid of that, and that's going to be very difficult, to say the least. And um, they also have uh, doctors and nurses and court system uh, people terrorizing the citizens, uh, you know, when you go to the different doctor's office, I know I went to a doctor's office uh, this past Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the name of the doctor's office um, was, uh, and, and by the way, it was a Catholic um, hospital's a doctor's office, and the name is St. James Mercy Health Center for Express Care uh, at uh, in Cornell, upstate New York, Cornell, New York. And I was also almost, uh, I almost ha had a heart attack because I have a, a leaking heart valve. I have a heart murmur. And this um, nurse, Christine Dobson, uh, D-O-B-S-O-N, Christina, uh, Christina Dobson, uh, almost beat my head off uh, and wanted to, apparently wanted to assault me physically. Uh, and my heart started uh, um, beating really, really fast. I thought it was going to come come out of my chest, and I was saying, you know, but please let me just uh, 
uh, explain to you, please let me tell you, and she continued yelling at me, carrying on and telling me that she didn't want to waste time speaking with me uh, or waste time um, uh, telling me anything with me uh, as if I was uh, a subhuman, uh, as if I was under her. Well, she basically treated me um, like the slaves were treated uh, 150 years ago. So that's basically uh, how she treated me. So uh, her name uh, was, she was the nurse, quote unquote, of this place. And um, her name was Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, Dobson, D-O-B-S-O-N. And uh, she was working with uh, assistant physician Alicia Vasilov, A-L-I-C-I-A. Vasilov, B as in Victor, A-S-I-L-O-F-F. They both refused to give me any medical care after they were um, contacted by the organized crime. After my mother and I were followed there by the local police of the Hornell um, town in upstate New York. After we were followed there the first time I went, which was uh, about a month ago, and um, when we were followed the first time, they didn't have time to, apparently to speak with them, so they gave me medication for my urinary tract infection. However, the medication was not uh, good enough because I went to Wegmans and they have um, my insurance gives me genetic medication because it's cheaper, obviously. Uh, it is through the New York State Medicaid uh, because they saw my credentials and my um, identity, and they have uh, illegals working with my credentials and identities and, and getting $500 per hour, which is what I should be getting. Uh, so what um, they do at Wegmans is they buy cheap uh, antibiotics, genetics, from India, from some someplace else, and then they sell them, and they are not effective to many people many times. So they gave me the antibiotics, and uh, they were not uh, good enough, even though it took the pain away and, it, and I felt better, but I still had a little bit of pain and a little bit of uh, urinary tract infection. So it came back again because they were not good enough. So when I came back yesterday, the um, 29th uh, of um, April, 2018, uh, and I said, well, I will here the 28th, but uh, I got uh, this this medication that basically is like sugar pills, and I need the the brand name. So they didn't give me the brand name. Uh, they said, "Don't worry, I'm going to give you another medication." Um, and I said, "But give it to me on on a, on paper. Uh, just give me the paper prescription, so I I go to another pharmacy." and get the genetic medication, but the medication uh, that is, the genetic medication that is a little bit of a high quality, uh, of a higher quality, so I can uh, get rid of the urinary tract infection that I have. And so they told me, uh, the nurse told me, Miss um, Vasilov, told me, oh, don't worry, just go there, uh, and uh, they will have the medication for you, the one that you need. When I went there, they garbage, basically pardon my French, and I know that was not going to do anything to me, so I came back to Miss Vasilov, 
Vasilov, and uh, she refused to see me again. She told me this. She sent me this nurse, uh, Christina Dobson, who almost beat me up, uh, almost provo provoked a heart attack on me because my chest was beating like a, a train. It, it looked like my heart was going to come out. And I was trying to calm her down uh, with my pain uh, because of my urinary tract infection and the burning sensation. And she was just carrying on like a gang uh, member. So I just said, you know, please give me the um, the manager's information so I can speak with her and explain the situation. And she said, okay, uh, give it to. Uh, she told me. She told the secretary to speak with me because uh, for her to speak with me was beneath her, according to what she said. So. Um, the I ended up uh, speaking to the secretary, and she told me the contact information of uh, St. James Hospital, which is the owner of this clinic, as I understand it, which is connected to this hospital, is connected to the uh, University of Rochester. And we all know that uh, Rochester is a sanctuary city, um, and they do not like Christian activists who are against the assassination of American citizens and legal residents. Uh, after their identities have been stolen and sold to illegals, for the illegals to get free health care, free housing, free electricity, assistance, free furniture, and free clothing, uh, free $2,000 cell phones, etc. So um, this this is what happened. And these people, this uh, nurse, um, violated uh, uh, the hypocritic uh, hy uh, oath that they took and I call it many times, uh, being a little bit of a cynic, uh, I call I call it a hypocritical oath. So <laughs> um, I don't want to be uh, too cynical. But these people took an oath, um, and besides the hypocritic oath, they took the Article 6 um, fidelity oath, which uh, says that they're going to uh, follow the Constitution. And when they deny healthcare to an American citizen or anybody at a, a place that is receiving uh, government funds to pay those staff members who are denying medical care to citizens and legal residents or anybody who, who needs it, they are in violation of the Constitution. So they are violating Article 6, uh, the, their Article 6 fidelity oath, and they're also uh, violating their hypocritic oath and they're also in violation of uh, many human rights laws. So these people should not be working for uh, uh, people who are uh, ill or um, have uh, health care problems. Um, maybe they can be working at a nightclub as bouncers uh, because they're very uh, uh, violent and volatile. Uh, and they do not, uh, they, they like to discriminate against uh, elderly disabled um, citizens and uh, Christian conservative Hispanic activists uh, that uh, defend the lives of our brothers and sisters in Christ, the life of American people, American citizens who have been here working, not stealing, working for many years and then they end up dead because they end up being assassinated by the um, 
the very people who are supposed to take care of them and provide them uh, the services that they are paid by the taxpayers to be to provide them, which is a shame. This is this is the situation. Uh, the citizens of the United States are being terrorized at the uh, doctor's offices, the clinics, the nurse, uh, the the hospitals, the court system. Because many times when they falsely arrest you, all of it is. Uh, from the beginning to the end, uh, at the inicio, everything is fraud, uh, so they terrorize you. And I have been falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated, and tortured in jail for four, uh, four times. Once in uh, uh, Morristown, New Jersey, two in uh, New York, New York City, Manhattan, by prison 34th and 33rd. And uh, those two false arrests, uh, they uh, even sealed the records without my knowledge or consent and without with, um, any reason and because I never gave permission or asked for it. And when I went to get my records to show the news reporters, uh, when the news reporters went to get those records, they were sealed. How convenient. At least uh, New Jersey did not seal them, uh, so news reporters can go and check uh, for the evidence that they had in my case and they will See that either my signature and my mother's were falsified, or uh, they will um, they were there were the, the signatures were absent when we supposedly declared ourselves guilty, and that there there is no uh, videotape of ourselves this, declaring ourselves guilty of anything because nothing happened. Uh, and when, by the way, when I was being taken. Um, uh, in the car from one place to the next, the, the female police officer told the other uh, officer, oh, what are we going to do? Because they haven't really done anything. So the other uh, police officer said, oh, don't worry, we, we should be able to come up with something. This is the type of uh, individuals that we have working as, uh, as our police officers dishonoring the United States police uniform. What a shame. So our, uh, as in the communist uh, and socialist country like Cuba and Venezuela and uh, other communist countries, uh, the citizens, uh, 50 million of us, live in fear, in terror. Uh, we are uh, practically in jail because even though we are outside of jail, people come to our homes uh, dressed as police officers. They uh, break an entry into our home robbed us with a full documentation, robbed us, searched our homes for no apparent reason, uh, and uh, claiming like uh, anything basically they want to claim that we are terrorists uh, from the Middle East when they know very well that that's not the reason that somebody's being abused or, or there's domestic violence, but they searched everything for money under the bed, uh, under everything, uh, they searched everything for money, and to they grab anything that they want, they steal it, uh, so they can take it uh, to their uh, wives and uh, children and give it to them as a gift and say that I bought it uh, when they are planning to assassinate people. And this is the type of uh, deranged uh, people that we have worked in many times in our um, police, uh, in our DOJ as police officers, our our sheriffs and other uh, government uh, uh, jobs uh, dealing with the DOJ. So they break an 
entry into our homes, commit robbery with a local uh, with a local state uh, in federal police uniforms or permission, uh, and then they say when they are found out, uh, they say, oh, it was a mistake, it was an error, it was a misunderstanding. When they know there was no mistake, there was no error, and they knew very well uh, what, what they were doing. And uh, this past week, I want to I would like to document that. Uh, they broke into uh, my mother's home here at 33 Buell Street, B-U-E-L-L -L Street in Bath, New York, and uh, 14810 is the zip code. And uh, the person with the uh, permission of the local and state police and the sheriff, uh, the sheriff of uh, uh, Steuben County they, uh, he broke into our home, uh, stole all of my mother's groceries, uh, her laundry detergent, her uh, all the meat from the refrigerator that I bought my mother. I went to do the groceries for her. All her water, her uh, orange juice, her apple juice, her um, apple cider, syrup, uh, all her um, uh, two dozens, two, two dozens uh, toothpaste that I bought for her, um, her shampoos, her conditioners, her soap, her dishwashing uh, detergent. Uh, so I, I had no um, soap, no dishwashing uh, detergent to do things with, no uh, toothpaste, um, no groceries uh, to, to my mother, my elderly disabled uh, mother who is dying of cancer. And um, the person also left a foul smell, uh, a horrible smell, a sea of cigarettes in the uh, closet, uh, grocery closet. So this person must have been very close uh, by to in the middle of the the day, uh, from about 12 o'clock uh, uh, until three or four o'clock uh, in the afternoon, come inside uh, in front of everybody, all the neighbors and everybody, uh, put. Uh, a knife through the the door and forced uh, an entry into the home. So that person must be very close. Also, we found out that our electricity in the living room, uh, the electricity light is very dimmed, which is which happens according to uh, a, a, an electrician, um, an electrical engineer that I spoke with. That happens when somebody killing your electricity. Uh, I also spoke to my uh, uncle, Felito, who also is an electrician, and um, he has the license uh, for electrician in the United States, and he told me the same thing. So that person that uh, was uh, here is not only uh, committing uh, a robbery, and um, elderly abuse, uh, which is punishable, the elderly abuse is punishable from four to eight years in prison. But if uh, he's stealing also the, her electricity, which is a federal offense, any phone lines, electricity lines, all that internet is federal. That person is, is a felon also. Uh, and um, he even stole my mother's uh, body and hand cream. So my elderly disabled mother, whose uh, government benefits, including her sick pension and her um, housing, uh, as well as her uh, Section 8 and everything else, uh, 
except for a, a fraction of her food stamps have been stolen, also had to go without her groceries, without her creams, without her shampoo and conditioner, without her um, toothpaste, and without um, the water, the juice, the milk, the meat, and everything else that this person took when he stole all her groceries when we went uh, outside for a few hours. So this is, uh, 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 we are in jail because um, with the permission of the local state, uh, the local and state police uh, and federal police, because they don't do anything, even if you show them the evidence, uh, these uh, people, uh, this this person who did this, uh, as well as Samuel and Deborah Bino, they come and go to our homes every time they please. They break an entry. You know, um, the door, the front door had a, a, an air draft. Uh, so we contacted the landlord and we said, you know, would you please put something in there? Uh, so they put a, a, like a line, a black line that blocks the air to, uh, from coming in in the middle of the winter. And then uh, one day when I saw that everything was gone, I went out and I go with a knife, uh, with a, a table knife, and, let, and I said, well, let me see if, if they did this through by doing this. So when I go out, I removed a little bit of the, the line, the black line that uh, the landlord sent uh, this uh, man to put on the... Uh, between the door and the the door frame, uh, so the air coming in the winter. When I lift a little bit of that, uh, which is um, at the same level of the door lag where it goes in, I see that there was like a, a hole, uh, a little a crack that was purposely done so somebody could put a knife through it and open the door. So, um, I said, oh, this is the way he gained access when he broke into, broke an entry into uh, my mother's rented apartment. So I changed the lock and I put a deadbolt in it because I know how to change the lock also. Um, I had a friend who, 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 is, who is a carpenter who to, uh, taught me a thing or two. And uh, although, although college professors are not very manual, I am very, I am manual, so I can, uh, go both ways. I can do humanities, you know, uh, history, English, uh, language, Spanish, and I can also do manual things. And I can cook very well, according to people who have eaten my food. But anyways, uh, that's what happened. So we essentially live in a communist, um, socialist uh, uh of the world uh, without being communist officially because these people who are doing this, they uh, want to be terrorized and antagonized and on our toes uh, always. So when you go out with the permission of the local and state police, they break into your home, nothing happens because the most that they can do is a police report and many times they falsify the report, so there is no use. And what I have experienced is when the police come, they laugh and they grin and they say, oh, you know, we cannot do anything. They are telling you in your face that they were part of the scheme for you to get robbed and they're not going to do anything and there's nothing that you can do. So what I do is uh, I say, well, there are there is something that I can do. I can't report it to 
the uh, public court, which is the public medium, and tell the world, uh, our nation, that this is happening in this part of the the country and in this town and in this um, county, and that two women are being abused by um, the local state police as well as the neighbors who saw uh, that uh, this went on and who did nothing. And uh, they know that this man that is doing this is uh, very uh, abusive. And he, if he saw a man in here, he would not have done that because he, uh, as I uh, analyzed him, uh, he does that because there is not a man in here. If he saw a man in here, he would not dare to come into uh, the home. But anyways, this is the way that the organized crime uh, members work. They are um, abusive towards women, children, and the elderly. They would never abuse a man or somebody that can defend themselves. And this was the same thing with Deborah and Samuel Provino at Fort Shepherd Avenue. These people have three houses. They work on the side. They are disabled, getting disability check, and they're also getting a full cover welfare package uh, and, and um, many packages of, of welfare with uh, different names. And they still uh, broke into my mother's apartment and stole everything from toilet paper to shaving cream to uh, shaving uh, razors and uh, all that, shampoo, um, laundry detergent, everything. They even, uh, they even stole my mother's uh, $500 watch machine because what they think is those things that those people have, those that money that those people have in their pockets, that belongs to me. Because I can take it and I can, the police is not going to do anything to me because I, I, I belong to the organized crime. So those, that clothing, that furniture, and those things that they have, that washing machine, that uh, dryer, it belongs to me because I can take it and nothing is going to happen. So they go right ahead and rob people. They break an entry into people's houses and rob them. And the people who live in front and next to you, they are uh, organized crime members because they're receiving $650 every week to gang stalk people who do not agree with the socialist communist agenda and uh, the welfare um, defrauding of the United States government. So this is the way that we, uh, the 50 million American residents have to live in terror, being robbed, abused, raped, and gang stalked, being denied medical care until we drop this. This is the situation that we have in our country, very similar to Venezuela and uh, to um, Cuba. It's really uh, a shame that, you know, people who have, like Deborah and Samuel Provino, they have three houses, one at Fort Shepherd Avenue, which my mother rented from, the, from them, on or around uh, September of 2017. They have... Uh, Samuel Provino's mother's home because they, they were going to kick her to the curb and put her in a nursing home to steal her home and sell it and get more money. And they also have a, a home uh, on Groveland Road, Mount Morgan, New York, uh, near the state police uh, station there. Uh, and they are never satisfied. Their greed has no boundary. 
no boundaries. So I don't understand if they think that they're going to put the houses and all the money in, in a coffin when they die because they're not uh, two youngsters anymore. I mean, they have, uh, their children are uh, more than 30 years old. They have grandchildren now uh, that they're big now. And they they continue to, to crave money, to be money hungry and continue with the, the uh, thirst for money. It's like a never ending thing. I mean, to steal an elderly disabled mother watching machine, $500 worth, to break, uh, to steal her, her clothing, her perfume, her sheets, bed sheets, uh, the brand, uh, uh, brand new sheets that they had and sell it to steal all the supplies that I have over five dozens um, uh, in batteries that I had, all the uh, uh, bags of rings of paper that I have uh, to print uh, the the all the um, uh, uh, over. Uh, 20 uh, dozens of uh, pencils, uh, over 10 dozens of pens uh, and crayons, uh, and just give it to, to somebody. This is sick because they uh, planned to assassinate us. So I don't think, I don't know if they think, well, you know, after they are dead, uh, then we're going to go and give this as a gift to my grandchildren and to my children and our, fam our family members. Samuel and Deborah Provino, because we have seen this. We have seen these, these people give our things away as, as gifts to other people. Can you imagine uh, saying, okay, we're going to kill, uh, getting together with a group of people and plan, plotting to kill somebody and then robbing that person, uh, knowing that you're, you, the person is going to be killed, is going to be sent to a motel to be assassinated, and you are giving away their things, uh, uh, as gifts, as Christmas presents, that is pretty sick. They stole uh, my hair dryer, my blower, um, our purses, our silk um, uh, scarves, uh, the blankets. They stole uh, our groceries, the 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 car, um, the oil, the motor oil, uh, they stole uh, two dozens of gloves that we had. Um, These people are really, you know, that's why I uh, said in the other show that I was going to speak to you regarding the theological part of this because this is not normal. And... Uh, the theological research that I did about the organized crime and its members, uh, it is proven to work. And I did something that I'm going to speak to you about later on um, because this I have too much information today. I don't want to keep you for long. Uh, and I'm going to show you how these people have a lot of um, negative energies, for lack of uh, a better word, negative energies and um, they love uh, what Satan loves, they dislike what God likes, and they always would choose to do the wrong instead of doing the right. They also cut off my uh, shoes uh, because they were too big for them uh, to, 
to wear, uh, and apparently they couldn't sell it. Uh, and I ha I, I am a size 11, women 11, and um, my mother is size 6. Uh, so for for uh, the, uh, Samuel's wife, Deborah, uh, we had too, too much of a big foot. Uh, so they got mad apparently, and they caught, they got scissors and um, back quarters and they uh, sliced our, our our shoes this is what these people did and do you do you think that this is um even if you're furious with somebody do you think that this is normal behavior to plot somebody's assassination and then when you see, when you see that, that that the conspiracy to commit the murder did not work out and the persons were still alive get scissors and back 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 quarters and cut their shoes destroyed I and mean, commit a criminal mischief that way that's not normal these people are sociopaths sociopathic and if you look look uh sociopathic behavior up you will go to the local library look it up you will find this this behavior this pathological behavior it is not normal let me tell you what sociopaths do. They go, uh, you know, the rapists and the the uh, max, uh, the serial killers. They go and assassinate their victims, and many of them collect items from their victims. And you know what many of them of them do? They give away those uh, items many times to family members, people they know, as gifts knowing that the person that they assassinated, that they murdered, wore those things like nothing. It's like they feel nothing. The uh, Provino also stole our, uh, my mother's electricity. Uh, they uh, stole our uh, birth certificates and our uh, marriage certificates and uh, divorce certificates. They stole all of our personal records so they can, when they steal our identities because they have our social security numbers, obviously, because they were our landlords, they can sell our social security numbers with the pertinent documents that they stole from us. With the uh, aiding and abating of the local state and uh, federal police, because the FBI, the Secret Service, and the uh, U.S. Marshal from Rochester, were all notified about the multiple felonies that they were committing against us, and they did nothing. So it is, uh, as I said, organized crime. There is no question about that. It is racketeering. So um, this is really a shame that uh, we, live, we need to uh, live in a country like that in terror, uh, domestic terror, not because of ISIS, not because of Al-Qaeda, but because of the terrorists that we have right here that are being paid with our taxpayers' dollars. So that's why they, they laugh about the American uh, people and, and they feel no pride, these people that are engaging in this. They feel no pride, no pride because they say, well, uh, we are here, we're working, we are Americans, we are selling out our brothers and sisters like Judas. And we are uh, making money 
and with their own money we are assassinating uh, them those of you those of them uh, those of us that uh, do not belong to our organized crime network and we get huge humongous salaries like uh, and pensions pensions to commit all the crimes that we want disrespect this country's police uniform and get away with it because they cannot touch us because we are smarter than everybody else there is perfect uh, there is perfect crime and we are committing it but let me tell you something there is no perfect crime if you're engaging in ungodly behavior ungodly criminal behavior one of these days god is going to uh get together god is going to god's hand is going to grab you and you are not going to be able to get away So with that, uh, I think I'm going to uh, see if I'm going to um, have time to play a few of the um, videos that I prepared for you. Uh, so let me just uh, play um, the most recent ones because I prepared um, five or six, but uh, as I said before, for me, uh, the time uh, is less important than the quality of what I'm doing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop uh, uh, soon, in a few minutes, but I'm going to pick it up tomorrow because I prepare too too much of too too much material, and as always, I'm running out of time. Uh, so I don't want to make it too long. Uh, and what I'm going to do is that I'm going to play it for you play some uh, clips about um, the organized crime uh, modus operandi, how they uh, block uh, the citizens' medical care and legal residents' medical care, how they um, antagonize them in the different hospitals and doctor's offices and clinics uh, that receive federal and state funding that cannot um, turn people away, and they are doing so because they belong to the organized crime and they do not like patriotism or um, Christian activism. Uh, if I was a Muslim, this was not uh, this would not be happening. They, they would not dare to do this to me or my elderly disabled citizens. But since I'm a, my, my elderly disabled mother and other citizens, but since I'm a Christian, uh, this is what uh, it is happening. So um, take a listen to this, and I will um, uh, comment on this. Orlando, L as in love, A as in love, N as in Nancy. Uh, I forgot to tell you, this is at the St. James uh, Hospital. I am speaking to executive uh, um, worker that works uh, near uh, the CEO of the St. James Hospital of State New York in Cornell, New York. So, and I am telling her about what uh, uh, the, the denial of medical care, which is illegal in the United States by the urgent care office uh, in Hornell, New York, which is owned by this hospital. So you're going to listen to what happened. And if you have any questions, uh, please raise your hand uh, and let me know. Today is April 30th. 
This is Professor Solange Martinez, the Christian conservative Hispanic activist that has been researching the trafficking of identities and government benefits for the last 18 years or so. Because of it, I have been falsely arrested, illegally incarcerated, and tortured in jail in the United States, in New Jersey, Morristown, in New York, New York City, specifically Manhattan, specifically by precinct, precinct police precinct 34 and police precinct 33rd, and lastly, <coughs> excuse me, in Monroe County, New York, by the sanctuary of Rochester, uh, by the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, excuse me. And this last was on 21st of uh, the 21st of May of 2017, uh, uh, using another fabricated case. Uh, and the false arrest uh, was issued by uh, a lawyer posing as a a judge um, that also prior to that issued a court order against me prohibiting me from practicing freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of press in the United States at the local court of family court in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, located at 99 Exchange Boulevard, Rochester, New York. Which is, which is, excuse me, absolutely unconstitutional, as you know, in a mockery to our constitution, the foundation of our nation. So um, after I was arrested this last time, I asked for my supposed criminal record. It was denied to me many times until activists uh, uh, started bombarding the court and asked, why and asked why I was not allowed to get my criminal supposed criminal record, uh, and then uh, they sealed the case as they did uh, in the last uh, two cases in Manhattan, the last two false arrests. I hope and pray that the case of New Jersey is not sealed, but the organized crime that I am reporting always the cases and since we already I already have the evidence that showed that uh, the New Jersey court uh, through court fraud documented falsely that I declared myself guilty and since they don't have uh, a video with my name uh, with my person declaring myself guilty and my elderly disabled mother declaring herself guilty because she was also falsely arrested after we reported George Barbara Stoker Sarit. Um, I hope that they did not seal the case. Uh, so news reporters can get that, and I hereby give permission to all news reporters, news channels, news producers, news directors, and government officials, as well as investigative news reporters, to get any of my records in the United States, false arrest, any of my records, my supposed criminal records, and health records uh, in the United States, and investigate uh, this 
investigating to the stories. I, Solange Martinez, uh, authorized this. Now, uh, with that being said, let me call the St. James Mercy Healthcare Center Express Care. Um, well, let me call the, the hospital because the number that they gave me yesterday, the 29th of April 2018, the phone number that they gave me yesterday was 607-324-8000, and I was told that was the hospital's number, the hospital affiliated with this um, urgent center or clinic uh, where I was denied medical care through a scheme that consists of uh, having the doctor or assistant physician to prescribe medications that uh, the pharmacy <clears throat> will uh, give me the genetics of and the genetics don't do, not, do not do anything to me. <clears throat> so when I go back to the uh, doctor or assistant physician in this case, uh, I am told that the assistant physicians only uh, would prescribe the medications that uh, do not uh, do anything to um, my illness, in this case an infection, uh, and she cannot prescribe any medication that would take care or, or get rid of my illness. And uh, the medications that she can prescribe uh, are not the ones that uh, would get rid of my illness. I am told to go to a doctor to get a, a, a permanent uh, physician, but I cannot do so because I am being persecuted in the United States where I am an endangered person as well as my mother because of my reporting of the organized crime members working as commissioners for the Department of Social Services, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and the Social Security Administration offices. Uh, and these commissioners, uh, as my 18 years research shows, engaged in trafficking of identities and government benefits, and then the assassination of the citizens and legal residents to have the illegals that they sold the citizens' identities to step into their identities and continue to defraud the United States government Federal Reserve accounts and the taxpayers with trillions of dollars for each person through the welfare system as well as the Social Security Administration Office system. And the commissioners involved in this are um, Westchester County DSS commissioners. Uh, the commissioner, in the, excuse me, the commissioners involved in this are all within the state of New York and one in New Jersey. Uh, the one in New Jersey belongs to Morristown, New Jersey, where the Department of Social Services is. And the other ones are in New York, uh, in Westchester County, DSS Commissioner McGuire, in Livingston County, DSS Commissioner and uh, organized crime member, Diane Adin, in Monroe County DSS Commissioner, Corinda Crossdale, and in uh, Steuben County, the DSS Commissioner that I am dealing with currently 
is called um, Miss Catherine Muller. Uh, I have not received the government benefits that I am supposed to receive, which is $345 per month for taking care of my elderly disabled senior citizen mother. And um, I have done so for the last 18 years or so. And according to my research and investigation, I found out that there are uh, many social workers, uh, home aides or attendants, and uh, social advocates, as well as legal aides who have been uh, getting humongous salaries, supposedly for taking care of, taking care of my very disabled mother who has had two cancer operation, operations for the last uh, 18 years or so. They have been getting humongous salaries, and my mother doesn't even know them. <laughs> she has never seen these people, uh, except when they go to the physical therapy places that I have taken her and uh, stand next to her uh, and take pictures and videos by other organized crime members to then uh, lie to the United States government and tell them that they are taking care of Luisa Oyasun, they are their home aides, they, they clean her house, they take her to hospitals, they uh, pay their, uh, her bills, and uh, those, they do her nails, her hair, uh, take her to um, different places, uh, go, get the med go get her medications, uh, take her to the hospitals and clinics, when in reality they have never, ever done that. And what they have done was to come to my home, uh, in my mother's home, Luisa Oyasun, and threaten us with um, keeping our mouth shut or else because they are getting a lot of money for uh, Luisa Oyarsson and, and for me. They're supposedly, uh, they have supposedly provided trillions of dollars worth of goods and services that they have never provided to us. <laughs> Imagine if you and I, if your I uh, told the United States government that we were uh, getting the money, millions of dollars over the years and trillions of dollars over the years for uh, doing a job that we were not doing. Imagine how many years in jail we would spend. And these um, social, uh, DSS uh, commissioners and SSA commissioners and their supervisees have been doing that for 18 years with my mother. And I cannot imagine how many um, trillions of citizens they have done it with. The, the large amount of money that go into their packet every single month or so into the this commissioner's packets. We would, if our uh, president, Donald J. Trump, uh, solution this problem, we would have money for the wall and we would have leftover and we would have money to pay the external debt and we would have leftover. I can assure you that. Or to anybody related to us. And uh, what they have been doing well, uh, is uh, they have been selling our um, identities and government benefits. And because I have reported this because of my Christian beliefs, and uh, my mother reported this because of her Christian beliefs, we have been uh, hunted down, harassed, uh, assassination attempts have been committed against us hundreds of times. It is only by the power of God that we are alive. 
and and now we are uh, being blacklisted at all the hospitals and clinics in the United States by the organized crime members working as commissioners of DSS SSA centers for Medicare Medicaid services and uh, the D, uh, working as DOJ employees involved in uh, the organized crime. So let me call and find out um, what this um, organized crime member have to say regarding the denial of medical care um, at this clinic in Hornell, New York, upstate New York. Uh, and the denial of medical care, as you know, is anti-constitutional. It is a violation of U.S. law. And people um, who are engaged in this uh, are prosecutable if the DOJ was not involved in this, in corruption. Uh, and, and they are supposed to go to jail and be put in bars, but they're not going to be because there is no accountability in our country as we um, have it right now. The one, the only one that has been uh, bringing accountability lately is our President Donald J. Trump, and he's been attacked for it because he's the one in Washington that wants to bring about change. And that's why they have been, uh, they have tried to assassinate him. Uh, they have tried to discredit him and they try, they have tried to put him himself in jail. So let's see um, if our president uh, commits a merciful act or uh, those merciful acts in um, change uh, his, uh, his DOJ department, which is uh, in fact attacking him uh, instead of defending and protecting him who defends and protects our nation. So let's see what happens. 
uh, healthcare fraud, and we would like to invite her to our show uh, for an interview at her convenience. The, the, the show is aired at 7 p.m. every day.
Um, U U I N and then L A N. L A N. Hola, sin Orlando. Ella sin Apple. Ella sin Nancy. It's Q U I L A N. Oh, U U I L.
genetic medications, uh, and the low-quality genetic antibiotic did not do what it was supposed to do. So okay. when, um, I cannot ask for the um, a brand name because my insurance is, is giving me a hard time and refusing to give me pay for the, the brand name uh, without the authorized um, prior authorization. And I have been in um, other urgent care clinics before, and they have done prior authorizations for me because um, the oath that the staff, um, medical staff takes says that you are supposed to do what is in the best interest of the patient. So the clinics, the urgent care uh, clinics that I have been uh, in have done the prior authorization for me. Uh, okay. Or they have prescribed, uh, and sometimes they have prescribed other medications uh, to do what is in, the, in my best interest as a patient. So this okay. clinic has to either uh, prescribe uh, another antibiotic that would work for me. They say that they can only prescribe the antibiotic that does not work for me. And uh, coincidentally, the, uh, my medical insurance tells me that they cannot pay for the ones that uh, are brand names without a prior authorization. And this clinic also refused to do a prior authorization. So I'm still in pain. Um, when I urinate, it feels like fire is coming down my urinary tract. And I cannot get um, medical care uh, from uh, a physician, uh, point of service physician, which is a permanent physician, because I am an activist, Christian conservative Hispanic activist that is being persecuted in the United States. I'm considered uh, an endangered person in the United States because I report trafficking of identities and government benefits within the Department of Social Services and the Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services, and the Social Security Administration Office. So I cannot get a, a physician, a permanent physician, because they're making me move every three months or so from county to county like a gypsy, sort of speak. And um, the urgent care um, facility that I went to yesterday uh, did not follow uh, proper procedures uh, re uh, regarding the um, oath that they took uh, with regards to doing what is in the best interest of the patient. So I was wondering if you're uh, directing me to the right uh, person or um, I should go, I should uh, continue to wait for Debbie's call. No, I would, I, my recommendation, first off, I'm sorry, you're still not feeling better. Um, I, my first, I would still go with my initial recommendation that you contact because what we want to do is we want to make sure we we're, we're documenting this in the channel in the appropriate text and we make sure that we reach out to the appropriate people involved and Robin do that initial investigation. And she will also make sure at some point she will get the person who has oversight of the express care involved as well, and there'll be an investigation from that end. So there are processes in place that we have to follow for this. Yes. And she might, she certainly is a good place, it's the best place to start. So we can make sure we get everything documented, get concerns documented as best as possible. Yes, exactly. And that's wonderful. However, yeah. um, and my concerns are going to be documented, but what do I do with my illness in the meantime? Uh, well, you know what, when I, I will let Robin know, what you, let me get your name, but I'm going to let Robin know that you're going to call and talk with her about this. And in the meantime, um, I will 
have somebody, she'll have somebody start reviewing your um, case, your, when you went in yesterday, somebody will start doing that right away. So I anticipate that somebody can get back to you today on this. I'm, I'm not going to promise, but I, I do think that is the, the appropriate protocol for this. Oh, okay, perfect. Can I get your name again? Yes, my name is Asolange, S as in Sam, O as in Orlando, L as in Love, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, G as in George, E as in Edward, Martinez, M-A-R, T as in Tom, I-N-E, Z as in Zebra.
government officials interested in stopping the trafficking of identities and government benefits and sealing that uh, leak of money that the DSS and SSA have for trillions of dollars that is draining our country, our country dried uh, with the trafficking of identities and government benefits uh, in favor of the illegals. If you are interested in stopping that, uh, these are um, the this is the place where the St. James Mercy Health Center for Express Care is located, 20 Elm Street, E L M Elm Street. Cornell, New York, 14843, and the phone number is 607-324-0490. You will see there, uh, they have security cameras, You so you will see coming with my elderly disabled mother because I take care of her 24-7, so I don't leave her anywhere. And I was there on or around April 13th, 2018, at Approximately 15, 11, 100 hours. Then I was there on, and that that first time they uh, took really good care of me because they had not been contacted by the organized crime members. Although I was followed by a police, uh, local police car. You will see if you ask for the security camera, you will see when the police, the local police car passes by, and in the buildings uh, around. Uh, there, where I passed by my Toyota Corolla 1995 uh, with my sign in the back that says, God bless everybody, no exceptions. And then you will see the local police officer car uh, following me around. And uh, after that, they contacted the, this uh, urgent care center. And uh, then I was denied medical care uh, on the 28th of April 2018 at approximately 15.03, and on the 29th of April 2018 at approximately 13.01, 100 hours. And these are the questions that I have uh, for, for the audience, which uh, I will ask these government employees if they called me back. They always say uh, during the last 17 years or so that they will call me back and they never back and what they do is they send you a lot of paperwork so they can um, you can fill it out and they can throw it in the garbage when they receive it or put it in your file and not even look at it and if um, a news reporter or somebody happens to pick up your story and show your story then they will look at it and then they will make up a story and know oh, it was a misunderstanding a mistake I, we didn't know when they did know it was no misunderstanding and it was no mistake so these are the questions that I would like to ask them if they call back. Um, why are the Christian conservative Hispanic activists denied medical care at St. James Mercing Healthcare for Express Care? Why did your assistant physician refuse to provide, excuse me, why did your assistant physician refuse to provide the medical, uh, care and the medication that would treat my United, United, United tract infection, excuse me, effectively. My mother and I have seen many other non-conservative, non-Hispanics, uh, non-Christians being treated there with no problems and given the meds 
and the care that they need. What is the difference between them and us? The next one is number four. I cannot get a primary care doctor because I am being persecuted by the traffickers of ideas and government benefits. Who I have denounced and I have to I have to move with my elderly disabled chronically ill epileptic mother every three months or so, deteriorating our health even more from county to county like gypsies. Number five, the medical staff takes a hypocritic uh, hypocritic oath which I call hypocritical, to do what is in the best interest of the parent, of the patients. Why do they refuse to do what is in the best interest of the Christians, Hispanic conservative activists, then? Number six, the Hornell's Urgent Care Clinic sent treat me with, uh, without all... Uh, uh, doesn't treat me, and on top of that, uh, the nurse almost assaulted me, physically assaulted me. They also um, gave me a, a five uh, a days treatment medication when, the, when uh, according to the research, it is a seven days treatment medication. So they made sure that they, they, they were forced to give me the treatment medication because it would be obvious, but they made sure that the infection would not go away because instead of giving me the seven days reglamentary uh, uh, supply, they gave me five days supply, making sure that uh, it doesn't go away and my health get, gets deteriorated even more. And then... They made sure that they give me the, the medications that I need to get rid of the infection of my illnesses. Uh, and they don't want to do a prior authorization for the brand name medication either, which other urgent cares have done it in the past have done in the past when they didn't know who I was. Uh, the, this uh, St. James Urgent Care doesn't uh, want to give me the paper prescription to get the genetic medications at the pharmacy that has the good genetic medication. So they don't want to give me the paper prescription so I can go to the pharmacy that has the genetic medications that is uh, a little bit better than the, the Wegmans genetic medication, which are uh, basically sugar pills. So if they don't want to do the prior authorization, at least give me the, the paper uh, prescription so I can go to the pharmacy that has the genetic medication, which is which are a little bit uh, better in quality. But they don't want to do it, that either. So it is obvious uh, that they are denying medical care, which is illegal in the United States. And this clinic and hospital receives government funds, taxpayers' dollars, I mean. And then the next one is, uh, they tell me to take, they told me also to take the medication that 
were not good for me, and they told me that they didn't care if it wasn't good for me either. The nurse, uh, Christina Dobson, said, and she said that the a assistant physician who saw me that day, uh, Miss Vasilov, uh, said so, said to tell me so. Uh, and uh, this was the exact same words that a doctor, that uh, quote-unquote doctor, because my mother and I believe that he was from, he was not a doctor, he was from the um, DSS office, uh, posing as a doctor. These people all do this, this type of things also. These are uh, dangerous criminals. And um, the same thing that uh, she said this nurse was the exact same thing that the, doc the supposed doctor that took care of my mother uh, or was supposed to take care of my mother at the Bath Arnold Hospital on February 25, 2018. He, he said the same thing. Take the one that doesn't work for you. Um, it's better than nothing. So a doctor, I don't think a doctor, even if he was an assassin and a bad doctor, would, would not say that idiotic uh, thing. It, it doesn't make any sense. And so after Bath Hospital was contacted, they used the exact same phrase uh, at the that the uh, St. James uh, Urgent Care Clinic used also as they were contacted. And also, I was yelled at, antagonized, and um, almost physically assaulted by the nurse Christina Dobson. Why? If I just went for medical care. So the situation is personal, not medical. And the, the next question that I would like to ask them is, they told me that they didn't want to waste their time with me uh, or speaking to me but it's not wasting their time because they are being paid by the tax uh, payers, which means me. Also, the assistant physician who told me, who told the nurse to tell me that they didn't want to speak with me or waste time with me, Alicia Basilov is the uh, assistant physician who told this nurse so, uh, refused to provide me, provide me with medical care or the medications for me that would be effective uh, for my illnesses. Why, if they did not uh, do so with the other patients that were there, that were not activists or Christians? And they, this uh, person that told me that uh, they were going to get back to me uh, from the hospital, they never got back to me. And uh, it's been the same story over and over for the last 18 years or so. They said, uh, we'll send you paperwork or send paperwork to fill out some complaint forms, and that's it. They never do anything. So in reality, uh, they are just listening to you and dismissing you as garbage. And this is why these people are paying $100,000, $200,000 per year, these doctors and nurses. $100,000 per year. Can you imagine to do that? 
And when they don't have any patients, they just sit around. They don't. It's not like they're gonna do something. They they just sit around. I have been going to different uh, places like that, and many times they don't have any patients. They do nothing, just converse or play with the computers or do something else. Personal, not work. And Nurse Christine told me uh, on the 29th of April, 2018 after she yelled at me that uh, they don't prescribe amoxicillin at the clinic for the United uh, the United Tract Infections. And on or around the 13th of April, 2018, I was prescribed amoxicillin 875 milligrams every eight hours for seven days. That was before the, the uh, police car that uh, followed me there had contact organized crime members that contact the hospitals uh, when they want uh, the, the clinics and hospitals to deny of medical care to me and my mother. You follow? Also for the heartburn, she was supposed to provide four weeks worth of medication because I don't have a doctor and that's a uh, an urgent care clinic until I find a doctor and uh, or the doctor uh, I can make an appointment uh, for the doctor uh, for a permanent doctor and they prescribed only 10 days medication worth of medication the CEO uh, is an interim or a, a part-time uh, temporary CEO and his name is Leo Redu is B as in boy, R-I-D-E-A-U. His phone number is 607-324-8113. And the fax number is 607-324-8115. And uh, he's affiliated with the University of Rochester in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York. Um, I also spoke today to uh, Ms. Robin Beatty. R O B as in boy Y N Baity B A T Y. Her phone number is six zero seven three two four eighty two zero three. She said that she was going to call me uh, right back. She was going to get back to me. Uh, I continued to wait. She never did. Deborah Quillen, as you all saw or heard, uh, she hung up on me. She's the administrative assistant of the CEO Leo. And um, this is uh, a St. James um, Mercy Health uh, Center for Express Care. So mercy is for whom? For whom is the mercy? Not for the citizens. It must be for the illegals because I didn't feel any mercy. I don't know if you perceived it, but I didn't feel, feel any mercy or perceived any mercy. And with that being said, we're going to pick it up tomorrow because uh, we've been at it for about two uh, hours and 45 minutes. So, oof, it's for uh, three hours now. So with that, um, I don't see any uh, comments or questions, so I'm going to close it out. May you have a pleasant rest of the evening. And may the may and may the, may, uh, may the angels of God and the spirits of light 
accompany you all night and all your life. God bless you and you have a pleasant rest of the evening again. Remember, don't forget to pray uh, because prayers are very, very strong and they will protect you. They will um, they protect your family and those around you. Don't forget, pray. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.